The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Kiddushin has been sponsored by our good friend Mr. Haimi Dana, in honor of his wife, Dina Bat Rivka. I should have many years, Shalom Bayit, Masechet Kiddushin. And and all good things, health, happiness, nachat from the children, and all the berachot, amen. Today's nap is being studied in the Shmat Mosekiri Yosef Ben Salam, and Manat Shmat Avram Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem, Tenechan, Began Eden, amen. Today's nap is being studied for Ashma Moshe Ben Dina. Comes the Mishnah on the Daf Pebet top line. Lo yilmad Adam Ravak Sofrim. An Adam Ravak is a single man, should not be a school teacher. That's what Sofrim means. Sofrim is a teacher. Rashi. Lo yilmad Ravak, comma, Sofrim. Ravak panui below isha, meaning he doesn't have a, he's not married. Bachelor. Sofrim, melamdet tinokot. Kilomar, lo yergil ravak atzmo, liyot menat sofrim. He should not be from the teachers. Ube gemara mefaresh ta'ama. Good, the gemara is going to explain what the reason is. And the gemara says, similarly, mishnah, velot tilmad isha sofrim. And for that matter, uh, a lady also should not really be a school teacher. Lot tergil atzvalot milamdet tinokot, taking care of tinokot. That doesn't make a difference. We'll see why in the Gemara. Rabbi El Azar Omer Af mi she'en lo isha lo yilmad sofrim. Even someone that doesn't have a wife should not be a teacher. Now we don't know what that means. That's what Tanakama said. Lo yilda madam ravak. What did Rabbi El Azar add? We'll have to wait for the Gemara for that. A single person should not be a shepherd of animals because we're worried maybe he has ta'ava and they'll go with the animal and that's, uh, that's forbidden. As she says, Two single boys should not sleep in the same uh, bed together. As she says, why? Because it might lead to Mishkav Zakur, also not good. Hachamim say no, B'nai Yisrael anat chashud on Mishkav Zakhur, and B'nai Yisrael anat chashud with Behemah. So Hachamim are matir in both situations, mutar bebehemah, mutar bebehemah, uh, not mutar bebehemah, mutar mutar for two boys to be together, and we're not chosheh. Now the Gemara says, My ta'amaham, you told me that a bachelor shouldn't be a school teacher, what's the reason? Ilimah mishum yinukeh, maybe you're talking because worry that the bachelor's going to fool around with the male kids, and that's Mishkav Zakhur, we know that the rabbi's opinion is the B'nai Yisrael are not suspected on Mishkav Zakhur or Be'ema, so that cannot be the problem. We're worried about the mothers that are going to come pick up their children from the uh, school, and that uh, school teacher is going to get in trouble with one of the mothers of the kids. And he's single, and he's got a wife. 
So therefore we're concerned that something might come out with that. You have Yehud, you have problems. So therefore they say better that a single teacher should not be with the kids. And the opposite also, Isham Mishum And a lady, we're worried that something might happen between her and the fathers of the kids that come up and pick up the uh, children from the uh, yeshiva. We don't want them to be alone. We're worried about Yehud over there. Because what's going to happen? They used to, give the, they used to teach in their homes. So we're worried about Yehud in that case. Because what happens? The father goes into the room, into the basement, where they're teaching the, the kids, and then you have Yehud with the, the lady. On the other case, we weren't worried about Yehud. We worried about more that the man might do something with the, the mothers that come to pick up the kids, and therefore that is a uh, problem. He writes, So there wasn't a problem of Yehud when the mothers came to Bethsaida. There was a lot of people. Concern is that be, you know, lead to Avera. Uh, uh, that was the uh, concern over there. Good. Hidhur Avera, even, it'll, it'll agitate his Yetzirah. But when it came to the lady, she teaches in the house. So we're worried that the men are going to come pick up the kids and alone in the house, they have a problem of Yehud. Okay? Okay, the Bir Azar Omer, Af Mishin. Now the Bir Azar said, so whoever doesn't have a, a, a wife cannot be a school teacher. Now, we didn't know what is he saying different than Tanakama. Because Tanakama said, Lo Yilmad Adam Ravak. A single guy cannot be a teacher. And then the Bir Azar comes along and says, well, even somebody that doesn't have a wife. That's, that's a single guy. What would he come to add? So, whatever the Bir Azar is going to say, we'll understand what Tanakama was talking about. So give us Ibailu. Does it mean that he was Enno Ishakal that he doesn't have a wife at all? What does that mean? Look at Rashi Dibura Matril. Sheno Shaklal Umosif Adetanakama. The Kaamar Ravak Shelona Saisha Miyamav. Tanakama will hold never got married at all. As the Azad say, no, even if he was married, but he doesn't have a wife in the present, still it's Asur. That's one way of learning the Mishnah. But if he has a wife, but they're not, just not living together, the Azad will say that it's Mutar. So that's one way of learning the Mahlokan. Tanakama says, only someone that was never married. And the Bilazah will say, no, even if he was married and his wife died, and now he's a bachelor, also Asur. But if he's married, but they just don't live together, it's okay. Or Dilma, or maybe, no. Maybe saying even further. Maybe saying, Maybe it means to say, that what, even if he's married, and they're not together, it's still Asur. And that means Tanakama would hold, that even if he was married and uh, she died, he was married with Ubi Asud as well. And the Biyazah is being more machbir. Not only if he was married, even if he, not if he wasn't married. Even if he is married, and they're not living together, still Asud. So whatever the Biyel Azaz is going to hold, the one notch, lenient. So that's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara answers, Tashema, Afnishi Yeshlo, Ve'ena Shiruya, Etzlo, Lulimad Sofri. Even if he's married, but they're not living together, so he has Hirur. Because they're not really living together, he has a wife. So what am I worried about? The mother's going to come pick up the kids, he's going to be looking, and things like that. That's going to be a suit. And Tanakama says, no, if he has a wife, even though they're not together, he has a wife, he's protected. Even if he was married once, I don't care. His wife died, still, bottom line, he's not married now. The guy has it, and therefore it's going to be a problem. Comes again, what on concludes on this piece, and it says, 
Right? Rabbi Yudah said, a person shouldn't be a shepherd because he's going to be alone with the animals. Nor should two boys uh, be together in the, in the same bed. Why? Because the Mishkav Zachur. Tanya, Amrullah, Rabbi Yudah, lo nechshidu Yisrael al Mishkav Zachur velo ala behemah. Said nothing doing. Klai said is not suspected to be with behemot and that's suspected on Mishkav Zachur. Therefore, there is no problem to be alone with an animal. Those rabbis before that would be mahmir. That was chumrah be'alma, but really min adin. There's no yehud by a behemah. And we are in the second wide line, starting from the Mishnah. Kol she'asakav im hanashim lo yityahed im hanashim. Anybody that his job it has to do with women, and therefore women have to come into his uh, store and things like that, he has to be careful. Lo yityahed im hanashim. He's not allowed to be secluded with the ladies. Now, we learned earlier that Yehud of one man and one lady is forbidden. One man and two ladies is also forbidden. So that Shishita is that really one man and three ladies is okay. The whole logic why Yehud is Asur is because we're worried, guys along with one lady, he'll make Avira. Two ladies also, he'll be able to seduce them, they'll both commit Avira with him. But three already, even if he commits Avira, somebody's not going, they're going to tell. So therefore he's scared. However, if his job is a job that has to do with ladies, then that she's holds even three ladies, is going to be asur because they're used to him, and therefore they're easily seduced to make an abira. So look at that she. Lo yitiachirim anashim, afidu harbe nashim, lefish libo gasbehu. Right? Because they're, uh, he's used to them. Vechulan mehapot ala, they're all going to cover up for him. Veidu ish acharina, but a regular guy, ben shten nashim tenam. Regular guy, the Yehud is with two people. However, two ladies. However, three or four is mutar. However, when it comes to a guy that his job has to do with ladies, where he's accustomed to them and all that, so therefore, even three or four is going to be a sufim to be alone with them. So again, Kosh Asakavi Manashim, Lo Yit Yahed, Imanashim, Velo Yilmad Adam et Beno Umanut Hanashim. A person should not teach his son a trade. That has to do with uh, Nashim, which is going to cause him to have to be alone with ladies. And you don't want him to make uh, Avon. Right? Even though we learned earlier in the Messiah that the father has to teach his son a trade. But now the Mishnah is saying that the trade should be a type of trade. That it doesn't get him, in, doesn't get him into trouble with ladies. Yes, Yehud alone is forbidden. It comes the Mishnah and continues. The Bimi'ir Omer, Le'olam... Yilmad Adam et Beno Umanut Nikia Vekala. A person should teach his son a trade that's clean and easy. What does it mean, clean and easy? So that she says, Mefarash Begemara Shapir. Alright, so Gemara is going to explain it. Mefarashim over here say that Umanut Nikia Vekala is, the Me'idi says, it's not an embarrassing job. And it doesn't entail heavy labor. It's an easy, easy job. Then he explains another interpretation. It's clean from thievery. It's not a type of job that you have to steal. And it doesn't cause great investment. You don't have to put out a lot of money. The Maharsha explains that's easy that will allow him to study Torah. 
That means it's little time that he has to put in so he can spend the rest of his time to go study Torah. And we'll see what the Gemara explains. But those are the basic interpretations of Nikiyah Vekala. Comes the Gemara and says, and even after you find him a job, then you got to pray to the Borei Olam that he should have a tzlacha. Because the Mishnah says, She'en umanut, she'en ba'aniyut va'ashirut. Every trade, there's berakah, there's wealth, and there's poverty. Shelo aniyut mina umanut, velo ashirut mina umanut. Wealth does not come from the trade. Every trade has wealthy people, and every trade has poor people. The berakah doesn't come from the trade. Ela hakol lefi zechuto. It all comes according to zechut, and Tosafot understands according to his mazal. The bottom Tosafot perush lefi mazalo. Why? When it comes to children, when it comes to how long a person is going to live, and when it comes to his mezonot, it's not always talui in his zechuyot. A person has a good mazal, even though he might not have the biggest, biggest zechuyot. So therefore, uh, uh, there's a mazal. Oh, but the Tosfot explains in another place in Masek Shabbat that a person, a Jew at least, his mazal can change. If he does tefillah, or a great mitzvah, his mazal can change from bad to good. So therefore, profess to pray to Bore Olam, that he'll have good mazal. Because that's what the Oshir is. The Bishim On Ben El Azar Omer. Ra'ita miyamecha. He says, Did you ever see hayava of shiestem umanut? Did you ever see an animal or bird go to work? That they need a profession? Ve'en mitpanesim shelo betzar. And uh, they no problem. Give them panna, God gives them panasa without any difficulty. They were created to serve me. And I was created to serve Bani Olam, my creator. Shouldn't it be a kava omer if the bird gets panasa without effort? And I'm more important than the bird. Shouldn't I also get panasa shalobetsaad? But what? But must be because I have Averot. It means my deeds became bad, and therefore, which means I cut my Parnassah, like the sin of Adam Rishon, that originally the Parnassah was easy. When Adam Rishon ate from the Chet Eitzadad, then already Boreolam told him, but the sweat of your brow, you're going to. So we're the same, we're under the same uh, uh, system. Comes the Gemara Mishnah and continues. Abba Gurian ish sadyan omer mishum Abba Gurya. Lo yilamed Adam yilamed. Adam et beno, you should not teach your child the following trades. Hamar, okay, that is somebody that drives donkeys. Gamal, camel driver. Kadar, that's a wagon driver. Sapan is a sailor. Ro'e, that's a shepherd. Vehenvani, or a storekeeper. Sheumanutan, umanut listim. All these trades are involved in thievery. Why? Rashi. Hamar, Gamal, Sapan, Kadar. Ba'le Kiranot. These are all wagon drivers, drivers. Kol elu umanut listiyot. Why? Keshilanim bederachim, because they. They're porters, they're carrying merchandise. So they sleep on the roads. They go into other people's fields. 
and they, they steal. They steal some grapes, and they steal some products. Uperot. Ve'od, shenizkarim le'adam, u'ma'abirim al tena'am. You hire them to do a job, to do a moving job. And then in the middle of this job, they change the conditions on you. And they ask you for more money in the middle. And you can't uh, back out because then you goes on the truck. So therefore, don't, don't let your child be a, a truck driver. Because they're known to change the deal in the middle of the day. And therefore, you're stuck. And that's the way they do the business. Because they have you. So therefore, that's considered the gazlanim. So therefore, she says, Right? There's a big yes and a to take the sheep and go graze in other pastures that are not yours. A shopkeeper, he is involved in usury. Why? He dilutes his wine. He puts water in the wine. So he gets a little more. You know, he can sell it for, for more money. And it's, uh, he diluted it. And when he sells you a pound of wheat, he puts pebbles in the wheat. So therefore you're not really getting a pound of wheat. There's pebbles in there. So therefore, that's what they do, the hanvanim. Therefore, don't, don't become a hanvanim. Don't teach a chikit to be these things there. There's a lot of geneva in these businesses. Comes the Gemara and says, Rabbi Yudah Hamarim, most of the people that are involved in the donkey driving, Ruban Rasha'im. The majority of them are Rasha'im because they're thieves. The gamalim, but the camel drivers, Ruban Kishirim. Because really the camels, they ride in the deserts. And there's really no fields in the desert that you can steal from. So it's a little, it's a little better. And also, they're scared. Because since they're in the middle of the wilderness, they have pahad. So they don't want to make averot too much. Because uh, they need protection because they're in dangerous places. Hasapanim, the sailors on the boats, rubab hasidim. They're already hasidim. Because the, the oceans are very dangerous. So the sailors always praying to Borei Olam that the boat shouldn't capsize. That she says, "Shuparshim lemakom esakana v'tamidim b'raada yotem egevod." Always be pahad. Tov shemerofim legehinam. The best of the doctors goes to gehinam. Why? So that she says, "Eno yarem minacholi," because he's not scared that he'll ever get sick. Umaachalom maachad b'riim. He knows all the good healthy foods to eat because he's a doctor. So he has no humility. Says, what do I need God for? I'm a doctor. I know all the answers. I eat this food. I eat this healthy item. I'll live forever. So he doesn't have any uh, broken heart towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Next answer. And sometimes he kills people because he's, he's negligent in his job. And the third thing. And sometimes he only helps the people that pay him. That have uh, money. However, a poor guy comes to him, he doesn't take care of him. Oh, so that's three reasons that she says why Tov Shemerofim goes to Genam. The best of the butchers, Sutafosh al Amalek. He's a partner with Amalek. Why the Mishnah Rashi? Tov Shemetabahim Sefeko, Terefot Baot Liado, Behas al Mamono, Umachilan. Because the butcher has a big Yetzerara. If he's going to say that the meat is taref, he has to throw it out. He loses a lot of money. So what does he do? He says, no, nah, it's okay. And he feeds the people. He's a partner with Amalek. He's mahti. Rabbi Neurai says, Rabbi Neurai says, 
Maniach ani kol umanut shebaolam. I leave all the trades. Ve'eni melamed et beni ela Torah. That's what I want to teach my son. I want to teach him Torah. Why? She'adam ochel mesechara ba'olam azeh. He benefits from the reward in this world. Ve'kerin kayemet lo le'olam abba. And the principle of his learning, already he benefits from olam abba. Ushar kol umanut eno enanken. All other trades, it's not so. Kishadam balidei choli. A person, bar menan, gets old, gets sick. All he did sick now, old age. All he did yisurin, or he has affliction. Ve'eno yachola asob b'melachto. That's it. He cannot work anymore. That's it. His job is over. What happens? He can't make panasa. He dies of starvation. Torah does not so. It protects him from sin when he's young. And it gives him hope and anticipation and hope, like we said, when he gets old. What does it say? When he's young, the Torah gives a person strength. Those that anticipate God, they study Torah, they have rejuvenated strength. Whereas a person that goes to work, he comes home, he's all tired. But the Torah regenerates a person when he's young. That when they get older, they are still, they are still flourishing. That even though he was old, God blessed Abraham with everything. And we know that Abraham kept the whole Torah even before it was given. You see, Avraham Avinu kept the whole Torah even before it was given. Look at the Rashi. Even somebody gets to old age, he still benefits from the Torah in this world. The reward is still with him. Now, the Gemara begins. Anybody that works with ladies, that's his job. Accompanying him is bad. Keep away from him. Because he's going to get you involved with Averot. Because he's involved with the woman. So therefore, being with him is, is no good. Therefore, turn away from him. His friendship is no good. Kegon, whose who's industries that are involved with ladies? Hatsorfim. Hatsorfim is what? The, uh, the gold people. They're making jewelries and rings and all the different type of uh, jewelers. Hatsarikim. Right? Those are the uh, no, you people that weave. Teaslers. Yeah. Teaslers, they, they have their weaving. Yeah. Those are people that clean out the millstone. The ladies would grind wheat with the grinder, the hand grinder. Then they would take it to this guy, and he would clean it out for them. So they're always involved with the women. Those are the peddlers that sell besamim, perfume. Uh, therefore, that was with the ladies. Those are actually the weavers. 
Ve'asaparim, those are the barbers that cut children's hair. Because the mothers always bring the child to the barber. So they're always with the ladies. Ve'akovsim, that's the cleaners, the launderers, because the ladies bring the laundry to them. Ve'agara, that is the blood letter. Because the ladies also go to the blood letter in order to uh, do the uh, procedure. That's what they call him a gara, because he's megriya, he diminishes the blood. Ve'abbalan, Balan is the one that heats up the bathhouses, the ladies go. Ve'abursiki, Bursiki is the one that makes the leather for shoes and things like that. And there were all these industries over here, keep away from these people. Because they have a subject with ladies, and therefore it's going to be trouble. En ma'amidim mehem, lo melech lo kohen gadol. These people are pasul. You cannot appoint them to become kings of Israel, nor can you appoint them to be Kohen Even though they Kohenim. My Tama, no mishum de pesile. Not because they're pasul. Ela mishum de zil umanutayu. Because they have a very belittling trade. It's a ma'us type of trade. So that you're not going to, it belittles the Kohenadan. It'll belittle the malchut that you've made from a person that had such a menial job. You gave such a high position, therefore for Kavod Kiuna, for Kavod Malchut, these people are on Fetar Banan. Asara Devarim Neemru Begara. Ten things were said regarding blood letters. Mehalech al Sido. Number one, he walks in an arrogant way. He walks literally on his side. That means he takes big strides when he walks. The blood letters are arrogant people. The Gemara is going to say. So they walk, you know, very, very big strides. That's the way the word He's arrogant and conceited. When he sits, he leans. He leans. He doesn't reclines. He doesn't sit forward. He's like a gava by leaning back. He's cheap and stingy. When it comes with his money, why? Because he's always eating free meals. Because whenever the bloodletter would come to the guy's house, after the bloodletter, they have to eat to regenerate the blood. So what? They would sit down to a seuda. So they would always invite the bloodletter, please eat something. So the guy gets so used to the free uh, bees of the food, so therefore he doesn't, uh, he doesn't want to spend anything on himself. I know Sarah. He has ayin ra'ah on people. Why? Because he wants people to get sick. In order they can go do a procedure on them and bloodlet. <laughs> he eats a lot because he's always eating at everybody's house because that's what they do. They give him sa'udat. <laughs> but he has very little uh, excrement that uh, comes out because he eats, you know, the best food. So he's spoiled. They give him all sorts of foods that uh, digest easily in the system and therefore. Because he does a lot of ladies this uh, job. And therefore it's Hoshet that he's involved in promiscuity. Which means he goes to the ladies and the ladies steal money from their husbands in order to pay him. So therefore he's involved in Gezel. Because sometimes he lets too much blood and therefore he causes the guy to die. So therefore these ten things were said regarding blood letters. Darash bar kapara. Le'olam yilamed adam et beno umanut Mai, what is that job that is nikiyah vekala? Amar v'yuda machata de talmiyuta. That's a, some type of needle. 
You had stitching in furrows. That furrows is a style of stitching that it seems was uh, uh, like, like, like the furrows of a field. The stitching work, it's easy. That's the job you should teach your children. Tanya. Yeah, something like that. Tanya Rabbi Omer. Which means, whether it's a good job, whether it's a bizuya job, every job is needed and has a purpose in the world. And if this person is not going to do it, somebody else will do it. You need every profession. So therefore you can't say, oh, nobody's going to. No, you need all the professions. However, Fortunate is the person that he sees his parents had a good profession because probably he'll learn from them and join that profession as well. However, But woe to a person that his parents had a lowly profession because in all odds he's going to have to take that same profession himself. Or even if he's going to want to take a different profession, it's much harder for him to learn it because he didn't see it in the house. So therefore, even though these jobs need to be done, but woe to a person that has to... Be the one that does these jobs. Like Abraham explains, The world needs a basam, a perfumery, and he, need, he needs a leather guy, a tanner. So the Gabbara says, You know, it's good for a guy to be, have a perfume, but woe to the guy that becomes the bursiki. You need both, but the leather guy smells. Therefore, you need both, but fortunate is the guy that got the perfume job. Then the Gemara says, Listen, you need boys, and you need girls in the world. Fortunate is a person that his children are boys. But woe to a person that has girls. You need girls. Let somebody else bring the girls into the world. Now the question is, what is this uh, in Yanovir? So he quotes from Ben Sira, because a person that has girls has a lot of worries. Number one, Mifahada, from the fear the little girls, they don't sleep at night. The father's worried that maybe she's going to get seduced. Therefore the father's always worrying about the child. When she gets a little older, maybe she's going to commit zinut. When she gets a little older than that, now maybe she's not going to get married. And they're worried. And then she gets married, the father's wife, maybe she's not going to have children. And then she gets older, maybe she's going to become a witch. And therefore all these things are always, always uh, uh, bothering the father. So you need girls. But vote a person, let them have the boys. And uh, not the girls. Rabbi Meir Omer, Le'olam yelamed Adam libno umanut nikiyah Kala. Teach your children a clean job, easy job from Gezer. V'bakesh l'chamim, l'misha ha'oshim v'nechassim shilohim. You gotta pray to Borei Olam. The wealth is a she'en aniyut mina umanut. Ve'en ashirut mina umanut. The profession doesn't bring wealth, and the profession does not bring poverty. Ela l'misha ha'oshim shilohim. That's it. Gemara continues. Right? He said, you ever see an animal that starves? And they don't have to work. Moral gives them the panasa easy. So Gemara explains. Tanya, the Bishwam and Lazar Omer. Meyamai, Lora iti sevi kayas. 
I never saw a deer have to lay out the figs on top of the roof to dry them up in order to eat them, which is a big work, before you can eat the figs. Ve'ari sabal. I never saw that a lion was a porter. Vishu'al hadbani. I never saw a fox that was a shopkeeper. And they do well. They do not have to take their panasa in agony, in pain. And God only created those animals to serve me. And I was created to serve If they were created to serve me, and they get panasa without sa'ad. And I was created to serve Shouldn't be a kind of home that should serve God without uh, without Sa'ad. Comes in and says, Ela Shari But because my Averot, if I cut my Panasashneimar, Avonotechim Hitu. And the other brother pursues my Alechim at the Berachot. Which is the sins that have caused the Shefa of the Beracha to turn away from the person. Continue the Gemara, Tanya. We have a Braita. Rabbi Nehorai Omer. Rabbi Nehorai says, Maniah Ani, Kol Umanut Shiba'ulam. He says, I leave all the different trades in the world. The only trade that I want to teach my uh, children is Torah. All the trades of the world. A person can only work in his youth. When he's young, he has strength, he has the ability, and therefore he's able to go to work and make a living. But when he gets older, he can't go to work anymore. And what happens? He can't support himself, and he is in famine. Torah is not so. Torah protects a person when he's young, and lasts until he's an old man. It stands for the person when he's young. And what? And gives him hope and gives him something to look forward to when he becomes a little older. Be'et yalduto, when he's young, ma'omer Hashem That those that anticipate Bore Olam, those that are studying Torah, Bore Olam rejuvenates their kawah, they have strength. They're able to elevate themselves like the eagles, they're swift, they're able to, to elevate themselves. Be'ziknuto ma'omer. And Tamidei Achamim that study Torah, when they get old, what does it say? Old Yinubun Beseba. That when they get old, they're still fresh. Look at the Rashi. Rashi says, Which means, work, the reward is the, the paycheck. But there's no reward afterwards. Yeah, the reward is that the money that you make. Torah <coughs> The reward of Torah comes out of the time that the person is young when he's learning, but the Berachah Torah lasts a long life. Even an older person was Cholev Zaken. 
even though he can't learn now, but he still reaps from the Devret Torah and the Hadushim and all the Abedut that he had from before. And this subject over here, I can just say that I saw with my own eyes, one time I visited the yeshiva in uh, Panovich. Allah uh, Shalom, the Rosh Yeshiva was Rav Shach. And at the time, Rav Shach must have been uh, well into his 90s. And I got there, and he happened to be giving shiur that day. And you can't imagine, you're seeing young boys of the yeshiva, all gathered in a, uh, in a cheder over there, and uh, they're all standing in front with their standards, with the gemariyot. And Rav Shach was a short man, and he's standing in front, and I climbed up the, uh, uh, the, the wall, I scaled the wall to look into the window to, 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 to see the sight over here. And you see the, the vitality of the Rosh Hashiva in his 90s, and he's banging on the Teva, and he's pounding away, and he's giving the Vreto, and he's a young, you know, very f- sharp minds in the, in the yeshiva, that they're giving, uh, uh, he's giving them a run for their money, and asking him questions back, and he's fighting them back, and he's asking Kushyot, and then he must have said some Hadush was in Yiddish, so I didn't understand it exactly, but he said a Hadush, and he blew the place away, and they started screaming and yelling back and forth, and he closed the book, and he walked out, he said, let them argue it, and then we'll continue to shoot the next day. You see clearly, today when you go visit them, even though they're in the old age, you see that they have a purpose, they have a reason, whether it's Rav Chaim Kanievsky in Iraq, or it's Acham Avadya in Yerushalayim, in the Kodesh, all the Gedolei Yisrael, all the Gedolei Yisrael, and they get older, they don't just wilt away. An old man that doesn't have Torah, what does he do? He retires at the age of 65, and then the boredom sets in, and he has nothing to do. You see him sitting on Ocean Parkway on the park bench, listening to a radio, a transistor radio, and throwing uh, 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 you know, bread to the pigeons, and he has, he has no, there's no reason to live. But uh, those, so he goes to Florida and he retires. And uh, like Rabbi Gift used to say, that when he used to go to Florida, he used to see the old Jews that retired aimlessly walking up Collins Avenue and down Collins Avenue with no purpose, just walking back and forth with no function. But Amisrael has Torah, Torah becomes a person's companion, not only for when he's young, he still has something he's able to do, and he has a career, and he has something to, to fall back on, he has something to study. Now he has more time, and I can fill his time in, in learning. He doesn't have to, but a person that only did was work. Now there's no more work, so he has to fill his time with shriot, he has to fill his time with, with trivial, trivialities. But those who have Torah, so it's, it, it stays with the person even when he's old. When he's older, the Torah accompanies him into his old age, and therefore he has a he has a purpose. He still has a a a, a reason. It's interesting to point out over here that Rabbi Nehorai is saying, "I leave all the different umaniyot, and the only thing I want to teach my son is Torah." Now we have to point out that even though the Gemara we learned in Berachot does tell us that it's a mahlokit really between Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai and Rabbi Ishmael, what is really supposed to be the, the uh, vocation that a father is supposed to teach his child. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai held, finish, Torah, what are we going to have farmers, and we're going to have people doing all sorts of work, what's going to be with Torah, Torah Matea Aleha. And then we said, you got to learn Torah, that's the only vocation. Rabbi Ishmael on the other hand said that no, you need uh, 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 to have panasa. You need to make a living as well. 
And therefore he said that uh, a person needs to also have a combination of Torah and uh, Avodah. The Ma'aseh, both are right. Of course, hey, can I argue on the Kadosh Rabbi Shalom and Yochai? Rabbi Shalom and Yochai was referring to Yehidim. If, if a person has a child that's an exceptional child, that is special, that has cohort, that has ability, that is gifted, that has a, a, a good head, and is able to, uh, to advance in the learning, Vadai, the father should follow the Bimi'ir and the Bishamam and Yochai, and uh, and take the kid and just put him in the yeshiva and let him grow and let him flourish. And that's the Bishamam and Yochai. For the majority of, of people, however, the first person has to follow the majority opinion. Not every child has this ability to, to go into such a career. So then already you have the Shittav Rabbi Shimon, ben Yohai, you have the Shittav Rabbi Ishmael. But even Shittav Rabbi Ishmael doesn't mean you go into the career all day long. That means you know, instead of learning uh, 18 hours a day, so you learn uh, like the Rambam said, you learn 8 hours a day, and you work 8 hours a day, and you sleep 8 hours a day. So therefore you have uh, only a third of the day you're learning, and he'll let you do 8 hours a day of, uh, of Avodah. But uh, uh, the Tabidah Hakamim, 16 hours a day they're sitting and studying Torah, because they don't have the 8 hours of working, and then they're able to just sleep and do their personal needs in the other 8 hours a day. The point is that from here we see a tremendous musab, how the hachamim, all they were concerned about for their children is the study of Torah. And I will say that we can learn a musab from here that Baruch Hashem, members of the Dafa Yomi Shi'ur, that they have to know that there's nothing more important than the hinuch of our children. You can learn Torah all day long and study Gemara all day long, but it is the Torah of our children that is the ikar. More importantly, if I can be a little more explicit, it's the yeshivot that we send our children to. person has to be very careful what yeshivot his children go to. Not just because everybody's sending their kids to a yeshiva. So that's a herd mentality. Everybody goes to that place. And I heard that they have a good uh, biology department. And uh, therefore, uh, you know, I want my kids uh, to, to, to excel in, in, in these things. person has to be very careful. This is the biggest decision that a person makes in their life when they're going to send their children to study Torah. You have to want for the best for your children, not mediocre education, where you have to censor everything that they're being studied, and this you take, and this we don't do, and uh, put in their brains hashkafot that are anti-Torah, or hashkafot that are not consistent with what you're hearing in the synagogue, or hashkafot that are not consistent with your rabbanim, and then you have to start filtering, and you have to start uh, uh, being concerned, and then you, when the children get older, all of a sudden the child looks next to, next to him in the classroom, and there's a girl sitting next to him. Shema Yisrael. Who a father would put their child in such a test, in such a nisayon, in such a dor parut, such a promiscuous generation, to all of a sudden have his children sitting with girls because they have a good biology department, because they, have, they read literature, because they have uh, you know, good, uh, good reputation in secular education, and they teach them Lashon HaKodesh. But at what, at what expense? For them to now sit and socialize, and then what, it, what happens? And then all of a sudden they come to graduate and they get to 12th grade and all the children are sitting there celebrating at a prom and all these type of things that have nothing to do with Torah. And then what happens? Then already they're on such a track and now it's very hard to get them off the track. And even if you come from the good families, but the people that are sitting next to your children, Hatva Shalom, are involved in all the different ta'avot of Olam And therefore we have to accept upon ourselves you know, it's easy to learn. One person said once 
to Rav Shimon Schwab. He came to Rav Shimon Schwab and he said, I did Shas. So Rav Shimon Schwab said, but what did Shas do for you? Which means, yeah, you did it, you did it, you went through the wood, you did it, but you're the, you're the same Amma artist that you were, before you did Shas, you're the same thing. It didn't change your Kihuzeh. And really, when we do these, the Pim, we're learning the Gimbariyot, and we're learning these Ma'amre Chazal, I leave everything in the world, all I, want to, all I want my son is to study Torah. Everybody has to adopt the Bidya Horai's opinion, at least when the child is from when he's born, until he's 23 years old. Then already we go into the Mahlokat of Rabbi Shimon in Yochai, and Rabbi Ishmael, what is he going to do with 23? Now you want to send them uh, to the business or to the school or you want to send them to the yeshiva. That, that's already a decision that doesn't take place till later on. But even the Ishmael would agree until the child's in his tw- early 20s, whatever it may be, the only vocation he has is Torah. What is he going to do? Yeah, and you have to train the children, especially in our generation. Torah is not only... Uh, 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 it's not only an inyan of we're teaching our children Torah for education purposes. Today, it's a, it's a refuge. Today, if the children are not going to study Torah, the street is going to teach them Torah. And today, the street is very, very dangerous. So therefore, it's a, Torah becomes an asylum, which means the Bet Midrash today is a place where we run in to save ourselves. Migdal Oz Shem Adonai. Bo Yarut Sadiq. Migdal Oz Shem Hashem. The name of God, which is the letters of the Torah, which is the words of the Torah, all the names of Hashem. Migdal Oz, the, 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 the names of God, the, the yeshiva, the synagogue, is a fortress. Boyarut Sadiq. The Sadiq will run into this fortress, then it's Gav, and he's protected. What is he protected from? He's protected from all the alien culture and all the toxic contaminants that are out there in the street. And therefore, as we finish Masikat Kedushin, and we finish Seder Nashim, which is a fantastic accomplishment, we're reminded, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Nehorai, the same rabbi, gives us a big musaf, that the most important thing is Chinuch Yeladim. The most important thing is that we teach our children Torah, not being vague. That means we send our children to the right yeshivot. The boys study with the boys, and the girls study with the girls. We're so careful in following all the psakim of Acham Avadiyah. What does Acham Avadiyah say? What does Acham Avadiyah say? Acham Avadiyah is a tishuvah in Yehavedat. And he clearly writes over there that after a certain age, third, fourth grade, already the children have to be separate. Bahurim vegam betulot zekerim im ne'arim. And this is something that every parent has to be concerned. Not just to say, oh, I think it has a good education. That's Amaris talks like that. We're not interested in good education. We're interested in where the child is going to flourish. And we're not going to say, well, he got, there's 14 classes and he got the good class. We're not rolling craps, we're not rolling dice on our children over here. When it comes to giving them the doctors, we take them to the best doctors. When it comes to buying them uh, what they need for their uh, uh, health, their physical health, we give them the best. Also, when it comes to education, I'm going to let my friend, my friend's going to decide what, what my child's going to do, because I want it to be socially, or because it's close to my house, or because I could walk him, or because uh, I, I graduated there, and therefore I have sentimental values. When it comes to Torah, there is no room for compromise, and there is no room for these type of, for these type of things. Because a child is not going to always be six years old. Child six years old, and not one year later, a half a year later, he's already 12 years old. And then 15 minutes later, he's already 15 years old. And now you start to say, oh, now when all of a sudden children are starting to develop, and they're in a certain sviva, 
It's a different. I want my children to be in Svivav Torah from when they're young till they get old, and they'll always be surrounded by Tamidi Chachamim, always be surrounded by Rabbanim, always be surrounded in that pure environment. And I'll make a confession. You, you wouldn't know it, but some of the Rabbanim over here will know it. Today, I joined the yeshiva when I was uh, 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 graduated from uh, high school, and I joined the yeshiva world at that time. And there's Israel, and then in Lakewood, and I cannot tell you, today, 25 years later, what did I do today on a Sunday? Morning, studying Torah, and the afternoon, going sitting with the Banim, and sitting studying Torah the day long. And I cannot tell you what a comfort... That's the only place where we feel comfortable. That's the only place where we feel... Besides in our homes, of course, but outside of our homes, this is a protected environment. This is where we come and sit and study. It's a beautiful, beautiful life. That doesn't mean the children ought to become Tabidiyah HaKamim, but to give them that experience when they're young, that they should know what it means to be yeshiva, means to know what it means to be in such an environment, it means to be, you know, to be uh, amongst hachamin. There's no greater hana'ah, especially in a world that's so dangerous. We are lucky in our synagogue, Baruch Hashem, we have this safe haven. HaShakadosh Baruch Hu was very good to us in the past year, that Baruch Hashem, we had good mazal, we were able to really move into a, a semi-private uh, uh, property of ours. But the Ainara, what the, uh, the, co- the committee did, a, a tremendous job. Somebody told me the other night that some um, spies from other shuls that are looking to, good spies, that are looking to uh, you know, re- re- refurnish their synagogue, came and prayed with us to get some ideas. And everybody comes in, has a warm feeling. They see the, the, the ahdut of the kahal. This is a kahal of B'nai Torah. B'nai Torah doesn't mean you have to have a, 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 a long black coat and a long uh, white beard. No. B'nai Torah, like soldiers every single morning coming into the Beit Knesset, and they're sitting down, and, and there's a camaraderie between the, the group, and there's an ahdut between the group, like the Arizal said, that the ikar of the learning in the Habura has to be the camaraderie, and the Nosei Be'olim Habero with the group, and Baruch Hashem, everyone is important, everyone, Kulam Kedoshim, Kulam Tehorim, there's no group like this, such a, 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 a special group of young men, uh, single boys, all the way to married men, and all sitting together with one purpose. And Baruch Hashem, God gave us the zikhut to be part of this Kahal Kadosh, and our goal only is to bring the Hatruah to the Shekhinah, to elevate ourselves and our families. And I want to say that uh, this is a great accomplishment to finish Seder Nashim. It's a long, long haul. Uh, we were behind the eight ball for a little while. With extra Shi'urim and extra uh, uh, additional uh, classes, we were able to catch up. Borei Olam wanted us to finish this Masechim when we're supposed to finish it. You can't finish it early. You have to finish it when it's destined to finish it. And can it end? We're supposed to finish it tonight. Yiratzon, we should have the zikhud to uh, finish many more masikhtot together. Be'ahdut, be'shalom, with, with the warmth. The, 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 the world today is very cold. Not only because we're in the winter months. And not only the world is cold, but a lot of even places of Torah are cold. But Baruch Hashem, anybody comes into our Bet Knesset, right away, within a few minutes, you feel the warmth. 
Even if you come on the coldest day and even if the heat's not working, like it doesn't work a lot of times. But the warmth, the warmth of the kahal. Everybody stands up when a guest comes into the kahal. Three, four guys attack them. They bring them. They're giving out sidurim. Bring them a coffee. There's never a time in our Mishur where a person will be sitting for three seconds before somebody will jump up and give him a sefer. Even if he says, no, no, just listen. No, a guy sets him up with a sefer. Another guy sets him up with a... That's the beauty of Torah. That's the refinement of Torah. And that's what we're known for in the community. That when a person wants to come for a, a good warmth, a good feeling, they come, they pray by Bet Yaakov. They come pray by... And it's not the rabbi that can provide the warmth. The rabbi can provide an atmosphere. But the warmth comes from kahal. Everybody wants to feel good. They want to come to a shiur and enjoy themselves, get a good hizuk. They know you come to the, to the shiurim of, of the Bet Knesset, of the Kahal Kadosh, and they have a good uh, feeling. I want to say that Baruch Hashem, since we've got the Bet Knesset, the Baruch has given us tremendous si'atad I shouldn't talk so much, but there's no question there's been si'atad in the Devre Torah, in the Hiddushim, in the, in the whatever is being done, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's zikut of the Kahal, and I want to say, we said yesterday uh, in the shiur about the ladies, the ladies, Baruch Hashem, are the silent heroes of our kahal. And now, Baruch Hashem, we're able to have a ladies section finally, which is respectable, where the ladies are able to come to the, uh, to the shiurim as well, whether it's on Thursday or on Shabbat Kodesh, whatever it may be. Listen, this night, David Cohen told me he's really dedicated, and I agree with him, it's dedicated really in honor of the wives that Baruch Hashem, they're the silent heroes of our congregation. They allow their husband. We don't have an easy schedule. Uh, we, 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 so a lot of times we call emergency shi'urim. From time to time, everybody's got to be there at 7. Everybody's got to be there at 8. We're learning at 8.15. Huh? That Baruch Hashem, by and large, the kahal, uh, the kahal comes and they enjoy. The Gemara says that, B'shut nashim sadkaniyot, the gadu avotinim emisrayim. It's the chut of the ladies. Even though the men were studying Torah, it's the chut of these ladies that understand the value of Torah. We appreciate you. And we hope that God should give all the ladies the strength and the uh, uh, peace of mind to raise the children. Dayenu, Dayenu, like Rabbi Chaya said, Shemigadelot et banenu la Torah umatzila otanu menachet. That they do such a good job in raising our children, especially in such turbulent times. All these righteous ladies of Baruch Hashem are doing such a great job. And ladies, you have to be strong with your husbands when it comes to sending your kids to the right yeshivot. You cannot compromise. Even if your husband's weak, you have to be the strong link. And you have to make sure that they go to the right yeshivot, hakedoshot, and they study Torah with the right hachamim, with the right teachers. Then Bezat Hashem will be fulfilled on all of us. Dor yesharim yevorach. The reward of the, of the people that study Torah when they get old is what? Mustika,
דרנן, אלה שמנהל עושים קדושים, שמנהל, למה המעדן, למה דעתי רצון, ואני גם אומר לאבותינו, שיתנו עוד כמה נותן מה למזל, ירד מה למפה, חנה בפפה, חמי בפפה, חמם בפפה, חבא בפפה, ואמרי בפפה, חם בפפה, רכיש בפפה, חם בפפה, אדם בפפה, חלו בפפה, הרי בנו היינו, הרי בנו היינו, הרי בנו היינו, הרי בנו היינו, ששייר הם אוהבים אינם כמשכר, הם נשים והם נשים, הנשים לחיי העולם הבא, הם נשים והם שחד, שנאמר, אתה אלוהים תולידי ושחד, שדהמים ולמד לא יכנסו ימיהם. אני אפתח בה כי נסון, וכאן הוא היה אלוהי, השם, אז אתה נסיים בסדר נשים, כן, בסדר נשים, כן, תחזיר לעצמם בסכתות, שמונים אחרים וסיימם, לא תדמיין שמונה לעשות קיים, כל בהתאמות ארכה באהבה, זכות. תנאים, מרעים דומי אחרים יעמוד לנו, זרענו, שיבואו שתורה מפינו, זרענו וזרענו על עולם, אם באנו, תלכה תראה אותך, שכמך תשמור עליך ותיסותיו, היא תשחק חיבי בו ימיך, שקשות חיים, אורחים ממילה ושעות של כבוד, אדוני עוזם הוא ייתן, אדוני יברך, תבוא בשלום.